Welcome to the Maverick Mindset Podcast, a podcast that will explore the stories of people who have chosen to take life into their own hands, in their own way, and define what success means for them. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and maybe even learn something new. My name is Romeo Santos, and I'll be your host. This is the Maverick Mindset Podcast. Let's go. Maverick Nation, I'm so excited. We just had this incredible show with Jason Bennett. Jason Bennett is a licensed real estate agent and also owner of a property management company. This is an incredible story where we're going to learn about how he started with a life that was not as favorable as a lot of ours is. And through sheer will and determination, he pulled himself up and is giving back to his community and being a shining example of how to be a resilient person in this world. So, Tune in and be excited for this incredible show that we've got on tap for you. What's up, Maverick Nation? Super excited for our show today. We've got Jason Bennett. He and I have been uh, colleagues and friends for, gosh, what, seven years now, I think. And Yeah, um, I think so, yeah. You're, you're going to love hearing his story. He's very involved in the community, property manager and a real estate agent and just an all-around awesome dude. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, Jason, I've got your bio here, of course, and I know about you anyways, but I really like to have our guests share in their own words, how they would describe themselves. So let the audience know who is Jason Bennett? Man, that's, that's a, that's a loaded question when you put that on somebody, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's why I like to do it. (laughs) So, excuse me. I I just want to start out by saying, uh, you know, I I appreciate the invite. Um, you know, Romeo's awesome dude as well. Uh, we kind of see each other, you know, we're on opposite ends of, of the, the map here, but, you know, we're just kind of checking each other out from afar. Like, Hey man, I saw you. That's a good move. Yeah. You too. You know? So yeah, for it's sure. That, uh, camaraderie there, uh, a lot of mutual respect. So thank you again, uh, for bringing me on. I was looking forward to it. Um, so, uh, Jason Bennett, uh, real estate agent, uh, property management company owner, um, uh, father, coach, mentor, uh, you know, family man, you, you know, just, I, I'm just an average guy, man, you know, just trying to, trying to help out the community, trying to get people in the houses, trying to, you know, trying to bridge all the gaps between real estate and property management and normal people. And, uh, you know, a lot of times it seems like a huge goal and it's, it, it's, it is a big goal, but it's obtainable. And a lot of people, uh, I guess from the demographic I grew up in would have never thought that any of this was obtainable. So, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I have all different kinds of clients, but it really makes me feel good, especially when it's a first time home buyer or something along those lines that, or somebody that never thought, uh, you know, the dream would be real for them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, you, you said just an average guy and, and that's because you're a humble person, but you, you do not average things. You know, I mean, I've been watching for quite some time. Um, first off, I think the thing that stands out the most is you are so incredibly authentically you, like you're never putting on airs. Um, you know, the way you're dressed right now, very cool, casual with that (laughs) awesome hat and everything like that's Jason, right? Like that. And I love that about you. Um, and also, you know, you go above and beyond. I mean, I see the things that you're doing out there, you know, you're, you're not, and and I could be making this assumption, maybe you are in it just for the money, but it, it seems to me that money is so secondary and like the connection and helping people is what really mm-hmm. drives you. Would you say that's a fair statement? Uh, I, I would say that's uh, pretty, pretty true to the core there. Um, you know, I, I tell anybody, man, for me, it's, it's relationships first, money second. 
I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you make, if you have really good relationships, the money will come anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I, I don't just sell your house or help you buy a house. I'm actually here to help. Um, and it, it's funny that you, you brought up the, uh, you know, the attire because, uh, you know, when we got into it, everybody was wearing suits and ties and that was 100%. it. Right? <laughs> All right, you, you know, they would look at you funny on a showing if you showed up in anything less. A hundred percent. I've always been this man, um, you know, and, I, and I've had a couple couple guys uh and, and couple ladies ahead of me telling me hey you know you gotta you gotta put this suit and tie on you know you gotta do this you gotta do that and i'm like look this, this is this is me this is my business i'm selling me so i don't want it to be anything less than me and this, yeah. this is me you know um and i will say i'm not knocking anybody who does the suit and tie thing i, I think it looks awesome it's just not my normal attire and i appreciate the uh my clients for respecting my authenticity I hear you. I hear you. I, I mean, when I first got into business in 2001, like it, I was like, I have to buy a suit. I don't have any money. Right. I just, right. How do I buy a suit? Um, and, and I remember I had, I had to wear a suit all the time. And and honestly, like I was just never super comfortable in a suit. I mean, I like suits you know, for occasions and that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I love the fact now I was, I was I was on a plane yesterday and I was joking. A guy asked me, it was like Cole Hans. And I was like, yes, man. I was like, thank <laughs> God. Like, why did I wait so long to buy a pair of dress shoes that were actually tennis shoes? Like, these are the best things that have ever happened. Right. And like, it's just right. so nice that. You know, you can you can still kind of do your thing however you want. And mm-hmm. I think that comes with confidence, too, though. Right. Because like Absolutely. now, you know, I tell Absolutely. people now, like if you don't choose me because of how I'm dressed, well, you're losing <laughs> out because like yeah, exactly. I know what I know. I agree. You yeah. know, yeah, 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 for sure. And, and, you know, and a side note on that is uh, also tattoos, you know, um, when when. I got into it a little bit later than you did. I actually got into real estate right after the crash, which okay. is smart, right? Right. <laughs> like, I was cleaning up the scraps, the foreclosures and short sales. Um, so it was a tough time to learn, but, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I got into a little bit after you. So, you know, even better than me that, you know, it kind of wasn't acceptable to to dress casual and have tattoos and, and those kind of things originally. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to your point, like, I, like you said, uh, you know, I'm, Obviously, I'm clearly, <laughs> clearly uh, all the way tatted up. And if you don't want to do business with me because of any of my appearance, then I'm OK with that. Yeah. You know, like you said, it's confidence, man. Sure. It's your loss at that point. For sure. If you're that close minded then you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I got a whole lot up here. And then you're just looking at this and that's that's your problem, not mine. A hundred percent. Totally agree. So um, let's talk a little bit about that. So you got into the business during during the crash. Right. Which was a mm-hmm. tough time. And it sounds like, and it's clear that you have capitalized on that because a lot of people went out of the business and some people actually grew and they thrived during that time. What do you think it was about you that allowed you to to thrive during a time when a lot of people were running scared, running for the woods? Right. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, and we're starting to see a little bit of that right now as oh, well, right? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I think by the end of the year, we're probably going to be see about a third of these agents out the door, you know? Um, Quite possibly. We need to, to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no offense to you agents out there, because if you're listening to this podcast and you're not one of those that should be out because you're actually doing something to improve yourself, but right. man, the right. barrier to entry of 60 hours, and then you can sell somebody sell a million dollar house. It's scary. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Um, yeah. So you know, it, it did. I think it helped me getting into it in such a, uh, a bad market. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to say bad because let's talk about bad. Uh, they're saying it's, you know, it's a, it's turning into a bad market right now. There's no such thing as bad. There's two sides to it, yep. you know, and uh, you got a seller side and a buyer side. So if it's bad for one, it's good for the other. And if it's good for one, it's, it's bad for the other. Typically. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like for that six months we was riding here, it's kind of good for both though. You know, the seller's getting top dollar and the interest rates were low. Yep. So that, that was a once in a lifetime, good market for both. So it's never all the way bad in my opinion, but I, I feel like getting into it, scraping the barrel and picking, like I said, picking up the scraps of the foreclosures. They sh- just started doing short sales. The banks didn't even know how to do short sales yet. Uh, so I had to learn that process the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it helped me because now I can shift gears and do other things that a lot of agents I don't feel I can because yeah, I had sure. to learn all the all the bottom of the barrel stuff. Yeah, for you know, sure. I had to because if, if you didn't in that time, you wasn't going to make any transactions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like a, a really, really good handyman or a journeyman plumber or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. Like over mm-hmm. the years and just the more things they put in their toolbox, the more mm-hmm. valuable they become, the more resources. Perfect. Right. The, yep, and, 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 and the better they can navigate around things. Right. So, I mean, like the mm-hmm. experience you had that opens you up like, yeah, anybody can sell a house in a normal market. Anybody can list mm-hmm. a house in a seller's market. Anybody can help a buyer in a buyer's market, but short sales, foreclosures, those things are hard. Like they take skill. Yes. They take a lot of effort. They take a lot of yes. being on top of it. And yeah. I mean, come on, let's be honest. When you first got in the business, it's not like you had assistance and you were doing everything. No. I bet. Right. No, I, I, I tell you my, uh, when I first got into the business, uh, my main job, uh, for, for the first week was licking stamps. So, okay. you know, it was licking stamps from my broker so they could send out their advertisements. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was uh, I was kind of, you know, the cleanup guy for a while. I was mainly an intern. OK. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of just worked myself up through the property management ranks. And uh, they were like, look, we want you to do real estate with us. You know, you're, you're, you're kicking butt in property management and you're figuring things out. Uh, that we don't necessarily have to hold your hand for. You should be a realtor. And I said, I said okay, great. Let's do this. Nice. That was, yeah. So t- tell us a little bit about the property management because you've got your own property management company now. And I know that you focus on like individual property owners, investor friendly. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about mm-hmm. that. Okay. So uh, property management is such a, such a wide spectrum. Um, and I will, I'll start out by saying, I don't want to scare anybody, but it's not for everybody. So. I was I was just going to say, like, you have to be a special breed to actually thrive in property management. It is hard. It, it's 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 a rough go, man. Uh, but, you know, I originally started out doing property management in some of the worst areas of Baltimore City at that. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely paid my dues there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's it's such a big umbrella. It's so valuable to me because I am literally the one stop shop at J Properties, uh, you know, you can you can come to me. I can help you purchase a home because I'm a licensed realtor. Uh, I can help you rent it, get that home renovated. Uh, I can help you rent that out. I can help you find a tenant. Uh, we can help you sell it when you're ready to. Uh, I work with tons of investors as well. You know, so when I say investor friendly, um, I mean I know what it takes to get it done, and I know how to do it on a budget. I supervise projects as well, uh, so it. Property management goes hand in hand with real estate to me. Uh, when I first started, I, I'll give you the short version here. Uh, I was with a very small company for a while. A good friend of mine was the broker. Um, he's still doing real estate. And we still have a great relationship. Uh, but we, just, we kind of parted, parted paths for a while. Mm-hmm. 
but he ended up uh, dissolving his company for some personal reasons about a year and a half into it. Uh, so at that point, you know, you, you as well as I know, um, when a broker shuts down, all the other brokerages are trying to swoop in and pick up the agents. Sure. Uh, so, <laughs> so I ended up going, uh, going with another brokerage for a while and I was actually there, um, 10 years. Uh, but wow. I went with another brokerage and, um, they didn't have property management back then. It was taboo, you know? Uh, but you, you remember nobody, your broker didn't yeah, want a lot to of brokers touch don't it. have it. Yep. To it. <laughs> yep. You know, nobody want the responsibility of those things and all that. So, um, I didn't do it for a while. I just didn't do property management for a while. Now I'm like, I, I realized like I'm, I'm missing a lot of residual here, hmm. you know? So I, I went to my broker and said, Hey, I'm starting my own property management company. You know, just let me know what I got to do, you know, to keep things right with you so I can move forward. And if you're not okay with it, I'll find another brokerage that is. Right. So, you know, it gave me the blessing and, um, you know, that's where J properties was born 11, 12 years ago. Wow. But yeah, so property management, man, it, it's 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 a different beast. You know, you, you really got to be on top of your game. It's a seven day a week job. There's not one day goes past. I don't deal with something property management related, <laughs> uh, whether it's repairs or, uh, you know, tenants not paying rent um, or, or, or really just anything. Um, you know, investors trying to purchase more rentals or unload rentals. I mean, it's, it's just a, a wide spectrum. Yeah. Uh, rent court. I actually be in rent court this Friday on my birthday. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. So you know? <laughs> so so you you're full full service. You take care of everything for for your clients. A to Z, A to Z. Wow! Yep. Even the rent court. Oh my goodness! How many uh, properties do you have under uh, under management at this time, roughly? Uh, we're managing thirty through thirty three wow. currently. That's yep. a lot. I have one. And it yep. drives me crazy. It's a lady. I've tried to, <laughs> she's so sweet. I've tried to fire her 10 times because I don't want to do it. <laughs> she won't right, let me right. fire her. <laughs> right. Right. It, it, you know, I, I, so there's a lot of different needs for property management. Yeah. You know, um, they, I don't work with all just investors, you know, because you a lot of, a lot of these owners don't start out to be investors. They just right. end. I call it the accidental uh, investor. Accidental investors. Right. Yep. Or, or, you know, um, single, I call them single investors because they right. only have one property. Right, right. Um, you know, so they either move and, and they owe too much on their house or, you know, there's so many circumstances that somebody ends up being a landlord. Right. Uh, and you will, you know, you, you will get yourself in trouble if you don't know the laws and the protocols and all those things. And when I say trouble, I don't mean like you're going to jail. I mean, you're going, you'll probably end up losing a lot of money, you know, mm -hmm. or, or, or something along those lines when I say trouble or yeah, going to sure. court and getting your case thrown out or, you know, because, there's a lot of laws in place to um, mostly protect tenants. And, and yes, I think some of it is unfair, but I do understand where they're coming from mm -hmm. because there's a lot of landlords out there. They like to take advantage of people. Totally. So, and those totally. are the ones I won't work with. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Know, I've, I've fired landlords um, a few times, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so if somebody's thinking about getting into property management right now, what, what would be a couple of things that you would say are the most important thing they should know or, or focus uh, most on? Most importantly, um, Put always put your 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 owner and your tenant above everything to make a to make a good property management transaction. You need a good property, uh, a reasonable owner, and a good tenant. Those three those those are the main three components. If you get those three main components, then you know you you pretty much got a good relationship. Uh, one of those components is like the weakest link type of situation. Mm -hmm. You got one. You know you got a bad landlord now. Now you're you know you're going back and forth with the tenant. And, you know that's ugly. Got yep. a bad tenant. Now the landlord's upset because 
They're relying on that money. You got a bad property. You're spending all your time there because mm-hmm. it needs all these repairs. Even if you're just making all the phone calls, because, you know, like I know time is money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, those three components are, are super important. Um, and then the other big, big piece of advice I can give anybody, know your area. Mm-hmm. And when I say know your area, don't if, if you're just similar to real estate, you know, if you're um, if, if you know Baltimore County, uh, but you don't know anything about Eastern Shore. You know, you probably shouldn't be trying to help somebody buy a house on the Eastern Shore. Right. You know, that's just that's just my opinion. I know a lot of realtors, you know, they do their own thing on that. Yeah. Um, but know your area and especially know the laws and protocols for your area, because if you don't, you, you know, you're just out there looking like a fool in front of your landlord. Right. <laughs> and, and, and then, you know, you get a bad name and in property management. It's very easy to get a bad name because people yeah. love to throw around the term slumlord. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you definitely yeah. got to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, again, property management is really tough. And, and the fact that you're doing it and you're doing it at a high level and you're really helping people, I think, is 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 really incredible. So, I mean, congrats to you on that. And, and I know Thank you're going to continue. Now, another thing, because we actually were talking to real estate agents, right? Mm-hmm. Um for the most part, not just real estate agents, but for the most part, people listening to this show are going to be real estate agents. One thing that I don't think people think about on the property management side that my my business partner and I have been talking about primarily in Florida to start, but ultimately maybe up here in our area as well, nice, is nice. the importance of property management because you're the guaranteed listing agent when those people sell their house, if you're doing a good job as a property manager. Typically, yes. Right. Typically, and also those buy, those tenants, if they're not, if their goal is not to always be a tenant, they'll most likely use you to buy a house as well if you set up those relationships. So, I mean, what an incredible way to like increase your database of like people that you know have interest in oh, real yeah. estate in one, one oh, way, yeah. shape or another. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, the, the network, like I said, it's all about relationships, you know, whether it's property management, real estate or, or business period, in my mm-hmm. opinion, is, is relationship based. So, you know, when, when you're doing property management, there's so many more arms for you to reach other people. Yeah. You know, some of my contractors have have bought houses through me, you know, just you just never know what you're going to run into. Or, you know, I, um, they'll tell other people, you know, that they work for that I'm a licensed realtor and you know, investor friendly and all yeah. those things. So they, they get on board sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's just, it, it's a big network. Yeah, that's great. Have symbiotic relationships with folks that do that. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yep. All right. So, you, so you're up in the edge, edge, um, Edgewood area in mm-hmm. uh, Harford, Harford County, County, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you grew up there. You were born there. Tell us a little bit about um, you as a, as a young person coming up and, and how you found yourself ultimately in real estate. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty interesting story to be honest. Okay. That's uh, what we so like. I was, uh, I was actually born in Virginia, uh, spent a few years in Florida. Okay. Uh, ended up in Edgewood around nine years old, 10 years old. Okay. Um, and I will tell you, man, I, I was, I grew up in probably the roughest part of Edgewood uh, okay. and it was all subsidized housing. Um, it was, it was a pretty rough neighborhood. So I, I told people, I didn't even know what a water heater was growing up. You know, now I'm a property management company. Uh, you know, I would have never thought in a million years, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, a classic story. Uh, you know, mom was single mom, two kids, trying to work all the time just to make the ends meet, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, 
growing up, I had, I got in a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, I was kind of the product of my environment. Sure. Uh, you know, same, same story, you know, getting in trouble, um, took a couple trips to juvie, mm. <laughs> got my GED, um, had kids at a very early age. I had twins at 18 years old. Uh, so, you know, I was a young father, uh, just trying to figure it all out. So just trying to, trying to work whatever jobs, uh, could, could pay me the most really was, was what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had got really, I was, I was actually printing newspapers. Oh, uh, wow. My, yeah. That, that, that dates me though. Right. Yeah. I was printing newspapers from about 20 years old to about 24 years old. Um, and you know, back then it was, it, it was a profitable career. Uh, I, I made pretty good money for, for the age I was and, uh, what money was back then. Sure. And I, I got sick mysteriously, um, out of nowhere. And, I was, I was down and out. I was almost paralyzed. I oh, didn't know wow. what was going on. Yeah. The doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I was out of work. Um, you know, at that point I was kind of crashing on my mom's couch cause it was, it was just a lot going on. I, I couldn't do anything about. Um, and then I just, one day I woke up and I said, I, I got to stop feeling sorry for myself because this ain't like me. Uh, so I, I called a friend of a friend, uh, that I knew was a, a realtor. Uh, I didn't give him a chance to really have much of any conversation. I didn't know him personally yet. Yeah. And I said, look, when's, when's your next lunch? And he said, uh, like tomorrow at 11. I said, I'll be at your office. I'll pick you up. So nobody turns down food, right? Right, right. <laughs> nobody turns down food. So I, I took him to uh, to the olive tree. I'll never forget olive tree in Aberdeen, yep. County, Maryland. I'll never forget. And uh, talked to him, just, you know, kind of kind of chopped it up for about 30, 40 minutes. And uh, okay. it was getting kind of awkward. So I was just like, probably wondering why I brought you here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I kind of was, but you know, we, we were eating and I didn't want to bring it up yet. I said, look, this is who I am. Um, you know, I'm looking to make some career choices here. I'm very interested in what you do. Uh, you know, what, what can we do here? And I said, I, I don't need an answer right now. I understand. You know, if you need a couple days, just let me know something. I'll be around. He looked at me and said, uh, be in my office Monday morning, nine o'clock. And that, that, that's where it started, man. I showed up in the office ready to work. I, I was an hour early. I was there before anybody else. You know? <laughs> showed up with my notepad, just, just, just ready to work. Um, you know, in the circle back, come to find out I was Lyme disease. Oh, wow. Uh, so they finally figured out I had Lyme disease. Yeah. Um, and it still does affect me to this day. Uh, it's chronic Lyme disease at this point. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful, um, you know, because things could always be worse. You know, there's always, right. you know, I'm, 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 predominantly healthy. My kids are healthy. They're doing great. Um, you know, I got a lot of people that love me. Uh, I got, I got a good business here. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, but yeah, so I showed up in the office and, um, I mean, it was, it was rough though, man. Like you talk about, you talk about intern blues, you know, I I just call, I called myself the intern. They never gave me a a title or anything. I just showed (laughs) up, you know, (laughs) like I'm doing this now. What are we doing? So everything they, asked me to do no matter what it was I, I i just did it and then one day both of the brokers were busy um and they were like look can you show this rental for us i've never shown a rental or, or like anything mm-hmm. and um i said yeah sure can so i i, I showed up and the guy was actually a, a military guy because you know we have uh a lot of military in harford county with yep. improving ground sure so he, he was a military guy man he had me sweating man he's asking me all these questions i have no <laughs> idea how to answer it and uh i got through it and i came back in the office with a check you know handed it to the <laughs> <laughs> and 
that I did it, man. I did it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, shortly after, that, that's when I mentioned they, they both the brokers came to me and paid and said, we want you to get your license and we're going to pay for it. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. That's now, yeah. I mean, th- there's some lessons in there, right? Like, uh, first, uh, everything that happens to you that's bad could actually be good disguised as bad, right? Because if you Absolutely. hadn't have gotten sick, you Absolutely. may have still been in another business and never even discovered what you're doing right now. But yep. then beyond that, I hope everybody heard what he did. Like he was proactive, went out, yes, took the guy to lunch, basically yep. told him what was going to happen. Then he showed up early. He just yep. did what it is that he had to do. And I think that's huge, man. Cause I mean, I'm a business owner, you're a business owner and yep. we have people that say that they want to come and work with us all the time. And (laughs) and they don't actually really want to do the work, you know, like they think it's going to be a shortcut and it's going to be easy. And we're just going to, you know, wave a magic wand and suddenly, you know, they're making a hundred grand. Right. And it's like, it doesn't happen that way. Like we, we can, we can shorten your learning curve extensively. And that's the benefit of partnering with somebody. Right. But I mean, people, it's really funny. And I always ask people, um, is your audio and your video, do they match? Right. And, and basically like, are your actions matching what you say that you want? That's a good point. This is a big difference. Anybody can say they want to do something or they can say they want to be successful or they can say this, but are you willing? And also I like to ask people, all right, now we've established that you really do want those things. Are you now prepared to become the person that you need to be to achieve that goal? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's honest, man. A lot of people aren't ready for that. I mean, I know, I, honestly, I think I'd be, and this, and this is a very honest moment between you, I, and, and the viewers and listeners here. Uh, there was quite a few times I wasn't focused. I mean, I got into it in my early 20s. You know? Sure. And, um, you know, I had uh, kids early and, and, you know, everything going on at the same time. I, I, I was very involved in their sports and everything. So I wasn't necessarily focused solely on real estate all the time for, for quite a few years. But when I did, Man, it took off. Yeah. You know, when, when you put that focus and you put that work and you concentrate and you, and you really just hit it hard, and you, you got to trust the process. You know, I know everybody says it, but that's a real statement. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and we like to always say around here, um, focus on the activity, not the result. Right, right, right. Because the right. result will come. The result will come. I mean, it's it's the it's it's the law of compounding, right? The more mm-hmm. you do something over and over and over again, like the, it's going to show up. But again, you know, we're we're in a society of like everything is easy. You know, I mean, instant you, gratification. Yeah, my, yep. you need groceries. Oh, I don't even have to go to the store. Yep. Instacart, <laughs> right? You know, oh, I, I I I forgot toothpaste. Okay, Amazon have it here overnight. I mean, everything yep. is immediate, and yep. and I think it's given us this false sense that success happens overnight. But you talk to anybody. I mean, look, you're successful now, and I'm sure you're going to continue to have even more success. And it's been a 13 year journey for you so far. Yeah, correct. Right. Right. And yep. Well, I was going to say it's, it's funny that you say that everybody wants to work with us, but nobody really wants to work with us. You know? Right. Right. It's, you don't. You don't. You don't realize what really goes into what we do here, and mm-hmm. I get it all the time. You know, people. Uh, especially people where I come from and where I grew up and, you know, if they still see me out and about, uh, Hey, I, uh, you guys hiring, I want to do what you do. And I'm like, first question I ask them is what do I do? You know? And, yeah. and they're like, Oh, you do houses. That's it's a lot more than that. Like, you know, like you said, people see 
the good stuff, but they don't see the, the nights, the weekends, you know, the, the deal that you've been working for three months and it falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that you don't make a single dime on. Yeah. They, they, they see the, oh, we just closed this, you know, $500,000 house. That's great. You know? But right, right. It, it, like, it, I don't want to scare anybody, but if you no, want to. No, I think you should you, scare people. Yeah, because you you need to know you need to know what you're getting. It's, Success in this business is simple, but it ain't easy. Right, 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 right. You know, so you know it, if you're like, but to your point, if you're a hard worker and and you got you got some common sense about you, and, you know we leave that out a lot, right? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, um, you know you, you meet some of these people in the industry, and, and, and they're lacking a little bit in some of those areas. For uh, sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, if you're a hard worker and you got some common sense about you. And, and, and you're just there to grind and learn. You, you will make it in this in this business, no matter where you started. Because I, I mean, I literally started out doing five and six hundred dollar rentals in pretty bad neighborhoods, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and, and that was 13 years ago, and now you know half a million dollar house sales. So right, you, you gotta trust the process. You will get there. You just gotta put the work in. Yeah, absolutely. So through the success, you've you've obviously gotten, you know, really involved in in your community as well. Mm-hmm. It sounds like obviously with your with your children, that was already had you involved in sports. I imagine you you were involved in sports as well as a young person. So I, I was uh, kind of growing up, uh, but unfortunately, like I said, my mom being a single mom and, you know, I was trying to work um, and things like that. I didn't have much support for it. Sure. Uh, so it, it only went about this far. Uh, mm-hmm. So any any parent of a athlete knows you got to go this far, right? With sports, if you're going to do it, right? Yeah. Um, especially when you get into the travel leagues and all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'll share something about myself. Uh, I never made it past tenth grade. Okay. So I did play football in high school, but I was getting in so much trouble, I got kicked off the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in tenth grade, I actually uh, got in trouble and sent to a juvenile boot camp, which okay. is where I got my GED. Okay. Yeah. So sports, uh, my kids in sports was basically kind of like my second coming. Like mm-hmm. they, they were, but they're so much better than me. <laughs> yeah. I was good, and they were great. So yeah, it, 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 it was it, it was cool. It was okay. cool to experience that with them. Because I never truly got that experience. Right. So, you know, the, the teachers, some of the teachers, they're still there at my previous high school. My kids actually graduated from my alma mater. Oh, wow. Uh, so, so some of our previous teachers are still there. And we kind of had the joke of I'm at school. I was at school more with my kids than I was for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man, you're, you're setting the right example for them, right? And uh, in, yep. in, your, in your community engagement, you've got um, yep. the Extreme Family Outreach. Tell us about yep. that. So I, I do. Uh, they're my main charity that I, I do like to work with. Extreme Family Outreach. Uh, they actually go into the neighborhoods of uh, along the Route 40 corridor in Hartford County, some okay. of the underserved communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go into those neighborhoods and, and just kind of push positivity. Um, and you know, they do the, the Thanksgiving drives, Christmas drives. I mean, you name it. They, I see them in the community, so I support them. Uh, my okay. kids actually uh, were a part of the program uh, for a while growing up. My mom was on their board. Uh, okay. For a while, so they they are just a really good uh, place to donate. If you know, if anybody wants to give the charity, I actually just started uh, working a little bit with uh, the food project as well. And that's in okay. South Baltimore, well, yeah. Southwest Baltimore. Um, you know, and their focus, uh, a lot of it is for those teenagers. They're a little bit older than than the Extreme Family Outreach Group, but these teenagers are 
a lot of them are adulthood almost or in adulthood. Mm-hmm. So they kind of focus on life skills with them as far as being okay. an entrepreneur and things like that. Okay. So, so that's a new one I, I, I kind of fell into. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I do like, uh, I do like to mentor as well. Uh, COVID kind of screwed that up, but I actually went back to the juvenile facilities where I was incarcerated and spoke to young men there. Okay. Um, so I was doing that as well. Uh, but like I said, COVID kind of, kind of put a damper on that. So I'm gonna get back to it sooner or later. What's important to you about doing all those things? Why do you do them? Well, I feel like, especially at that, that age, uh, for, I can't speak for women, but for a young man, uh, somewhere between 13 and 17, I feel like it's a very crucial age for for young men to make decisions because you still have time to kind of get on the right path. Because once you, you know, once you hit 18, you know, it's kind of, as far as the judicial system goes, you know, everything's kind of permanent at that sure. point. Yeah. Um, so I like to try to reach them at the younger age so they don't have to deal with that. Uh, you know, and, and I know how it is to be 18 years old with a felon, you know, and, and you can't, you really couldn't, I couldn't get a job, you know, the, the working at the printing press was because I knew someone, mm. you know, so it was a blessing. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to get these guys before they make these big mistakes. Cause you know, especially the ones that are kind of on the fence, those, those are my target guys. Yeah. Um, you know, it's before they start making the bigger mistakes that they can't reverse. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I can, I can understand it's, or at least I feel like I can understand where it's coming from, you know, somebody that had what sounds like a, a tumultuous, you know, youth. Right. And, and mm. now, you know, I'm sure much like me, you would never say I've made it, but you've made it a lot further than maybe you thought you were going to make it and, and want to give back and, and kind of help other people realize what, what they can do with their lives that, that they're, Absolutely. they're not stuck on that path. Right. Correct. Correct. And a lot of these young guys and, and, and women, young women, too, um, you know, they just don't have the support around them because, you know, I, I and I understand that I, I became a product of my environment because I didn't. My dad wasn't around. You know, mom was always at work or she was out. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're left to your own devices, you know, sometimes that's what happens. Right. Um, so I, that 13 to 17 year old bracket is, is it's a big, uh, you know, it's a big vortex there a lot of times. So they, and a lot of them just need somebody to let them know, like, this, this ain't the only way here, you know, and mm-hmm. when they can relate to you. Cause I remember sitting in a lot of those seats and you get a guy or, or, or a lady come, comes in there and they're, you know, they're dressed to the nines. They never even seen a bad neighborhood in their life. And they're telling you what you should do. Right. 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 <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, you, you can't tell me nothing. You don't, you don't know my life, you know? So right. I feel like it's kind of my job to put it on my shoulders sometimes and, and go out and tell these kids, Oh, I could tell you because I was sitting there, you right. know, or, or or I could tell you because I grew up in that house right there, you know, this, the the same one that you're down the block from now. Yeah, so. I think it's I think it's awesome that you're giving back that way. Uh, I'm sure you make a a huge impact on a lot of young people's lives that um, could really could really use it. So uh, hats off to you for that for sure. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So what what's what's next? What's on the horizon for J Properties? Uh, a few things. Uh, right now, man, it's just uh, been very busy because we're busy. You know, yeah. the market's been good. Uh, you know, you got a lot of these uh, real estate agents running around like chickens with their heads cut off right now, you know, thinking the world's about to end, but it's not. Don't right. tell them, though, right? Just let them yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, a couple of things coming up. Uh, I, I am going to start doing property management classes. Okay. Uh, I, I, yeah, I know you and 
you and I spoke a little bit about that before. Yeah. Um, but honestly, uh, kudos to you because you kind of gave me the idea <laughs> to be oh, honest. Awesome. Good. Yeah, good. A while ago. And I started thinking about it because when you think of big business people, they don't just stay in their little lane here. You know, I mean, like, look at you right now doing a podcast. You know, you're a real estate agent. You sell houses. So, yeah. you know, but, but now now you're utilizing a podcast to reach so many more people in the avenues. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I looked at it and a lot of these uh, business owners are kind of getting away from more or less running their business to kind of teaching their business. Yeah. Or getting both streams of sure. income. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it's a great idea. I know a lot of people want to ride the property management wave because it's coming more and more popular. Uh, yeah. Like I said, when we, when we started, it was taboo. Nobody wanted to touch it. No brokers right. wanted you to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and that, that's where I'm rolling out. The class is coming up pretty soon. That's um, that's amazing. So if, if somebody wanted more information about that, how, how would they get more information? Uh, so you at this point, you can call me directly, uh, 443-655-7450. Um, all right. Text me as well. Okay. Um, I mean, I have an 800 number and all that stuff, but that's my personal number. So if anyone okay. wants to reach me directly, that's it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what else? to reach out on my social medias. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're pretty large platforms as well. Okay. Um, so Facebook, uh, it's Jason Bennett or J Properties. Uh, yeah, so you guys, you got to check out his social media. He does awesome video <laughs> stuff as well. Definitely check out Thanks, his, his social media. Yeah. Thanks, man. I just I, I just ordered a really cool uh, toy to do some more open houses with. So you'll see that pretty soon. Nice. <laughs> nice. And if you like it, I'll tell you where to get it. <laughs> All right. For sure. I'll take you up on that. Yeah. All right. So so you're going to you're going to start uh, another stream of the business. That's exciting. Anything else on the horizon for you? Uh, just getting getting back to uh, some coaching. Probably. Okay. Um, I put it down during the pandemic because uh, I I kind of had a sore spot because my, my twins were multi-sport athletes and they yeah. were class of 2020. OK, so, you know, I kind of still got a sore spot for sports and COVID right now. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've been offered a few coaching positions and I I miss it so much that, I, you know, one day I'm just going to be like, OK, let's do this. <laughs> How do you, uh, so how do you find the that. time? I mean, you, you run a company, you've got, you've got, you've got children. Um, you know, every one of these houses is, is more work than a child probably. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how, well, how I, do you, how I, do you make the time for, for giving back to the community and, and coaching and doing all this stuff? Well, you know, that, that's, that's a really good question. Some, some days it's just, it's just nonstop, you know, and um, it's really no days off. You know, I know that's a popular saying in sports. I always, I always go back to sports saying somehow. Yeah, yeah it's really no days off. Um, hey, I'm working on ways to try to buy some of my time back at this point uh, so I could do some some of the things that I love more, um, like like coaching, like mentoring, things like that, and just being in the community a little bit more. Okay. Uh, so, you know, if I can um, – I'm working on building a, a bigger team for property management, so that will free up some more of my time as well. Mm-hmm. Anybody um, wants to get in property management, you just heard them. Yeah, there it is. There, there's the plug. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, just just working on putting better systems in place. Uh, that that's something that that uh, I think is important for any business. I'm learning that myself. You know, honest moment. Um, yeah. I need more and better systems in place so that'll free up some more of my time as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a system. I, I tell people all the time because my personality type is not like a systems guy. However, my personality type doesn't allow me to really live without a system. 
without, right. <laughs> right. So like I need the system. So like I've found that as I've gotten deeper and deeper into business, I, 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 every single day and every single year, I appreciate more and more a good system, you know, yes. really more so for like the automation. And I heard something recently that was incredible that said, um, anytime a human has to get involved in a system, you actually now are stopping that system and starting a new system. Hmm. And I went, Oh man, how, hmm. How insightful, you're right, because let's say you start a system and let's say it's like an automated kind of checklist system, blah, 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 and then now a human has to get involved and do something else. Well, that's where the error can happen, right? If like yes. you have some automation, yep. right? Because we yep. have a lot of automation things that help us to be able to handle a, a larger workload. But there, that saying is so right. As soon as a human gets involved, then that might be your 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 glitch point. Your question mark. Now you have a new system. You got a new yep. system that has to come on after that. So that's really yep. key. Um, so I know you and I also, we share uh, a, a love and a passion for, for something, uh, uh, the rich dad, poor dad. Uh, when I first yep. read that book, it totally changed my mind. And, and what's really funny is like, my mom will tell you this. Ever since I was a little kid, I would say, mom, I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40. Well, I'm 46 yeah. now, so I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I was a little behind. I'm a little behind on that rather, but still on that journey. Right. But right. when I read that book, it just, for me, it was like, oh my God, what it's an eye opening experience. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a whole change in mindset because, you know, I feel like my, my parents or my mom and above were kind of just put in a box. Mm. You guys are going to go to work. You go yep. work nine to five, you go work Monday through Friday and you go retire in 20 years. Yeah. Well, you know, times change, things change and you can't even do that anymore. I mean, what, what job do you, what regular job do you know, like, you know, GM or, or car company, you know, places like that, that you could just walk on anymore, work nine to five, Monday through Friday and retire in 20 years. Can't. can't. Nope. Nope. So you got the multiple streams of income is so important. I don't care what they are. And I don't mean just like, jumping on crypto because it's hot or something. Right. I mean, actual multiple streams of income and I'm not passive income because yeah. passive income is great. Um, I'm, I'm talking, and I'm not knocking crypto because I know some folks do well and it's just not for me. Right. Um, but well, a lot know, of people just, have got taken a bath in crypto right now. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of my real estate investors are also crypto investors and oh, yeah. super happy on, on for that sure. end of things. Well, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I was, I've been telling folks for years. Um, I do post a lot of my Facebook memories of advice I've been giving for years. Yeah, it comes yeah. to fruition. Like, I don't want to tell you I told you so, but here we right, are. Right, right. <laughs> um, especially with these market prices, man. You know, um, and investors, I was I was trying to get people to invest in these areas that are hot now 10 years ago yeah. for a third of the price. Right. You know, and, and everybody, because a lot of times people have the misconception if you're an investor, you're rich or you're making a ton of money. You're not... You're not making a ton of money off of one investment. No, nope. you know you, you you might hit a good one and you're making a few hundred a month on it. You got some good equity, things like that. That's good, but the, you know you're not going to hit a home run on every one of them. Yeah, for and sure. Just expect that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And and I and I think ultimately, you know, a lot of times also people come to me because we we've worked with a lot of investors and I flip houses mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. do a, I've got a renovation company as well, mm -hmm. and people come and say, um, I want to be uh, an investor. I go, okay, tell me yeah, more, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. They, they tell me, well, I want to start flipping houses so I can quit my job. 
And I go, well, then you don't want to be an investor. You want to be a house flipper. And they're like, right, no, right. I want to be an investor. And I said, well, let's talk about what the definition of investing is, right? Like investments are for passive income, but right, right. Not, not trading time for money. Like that's not investing. If you're trading time for money, then you're still just employed as a, in the employee quadrant, right? Maybe self-employed, right? But you're still yep. on the employee. You're not on the yep. investor or on the business owner side of that quadrant, right? And for those of you that right. don't know what we're talking about, please go out and read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's an incredible book. And then he also has the cash flow quadrant as well, which is incredible. You should listen to that as well um, or read it. I'm a listener, um, not, not yeah, a reader too. as much. You know, my, my, my mobile studio down the road all the time as a realtor. But you know, I think that's really huge. And, and I, I got into an argument, not an argument, like a heated discussion with family during the, the last elections, when like everybody's talking about, we need to find more jobs. We need to provide jobs. We need to get people into jobs. And I'm thinking, man, you're, what you said earlier, like the system that we live in, it, even high schools and elementary schools and middle schools, like it is all geared to create yeah. employees. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing absolutely. is there to teach you how to be an entrepreneur, Constantly. how to be... Right. Like they yeah. and, and the world needs employees. Not everybody yeah, has what it takes to be an investor, a business owner and that sort of thing, because it's hard. People think it's sexy. I don't even know if I have it. You it know ain't I mean? sexy. Right. Uh, yeah. There's days I wake up and I go, I just I don't want to do anything. To, yeah. Right. Like or you get that one phone call and you're like, man, I'm just over it. You know, but <laughs> but I, I wish that they would spend more time and we would spend more time. So I appreciate that you do it and I try to do it. And that's the purpose of this podcast as well as like help people turn their minds on to the fact that like mm -hmm. you, no matter what, even as an, a real estate agent, I'm still trading my time for money. I'm a practitioner. Yep. Right. And so if you're going to invest, you do have to find things that will actually passively earn income for you. Right. And so another good book to help you understand the concept a little bit deeper on that, not to say that it's the hardest concept, but um, the Richest Man in Babylon, that book okay. right there, great book to really talk about how your money should really be able to work for you. Your investment right, should right. be able to work for you. And I think for me, like that's the ultimate success. It's not about having trillions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, or even a million dollars. It's about being able to get up and do what I want to do when I want to do when I want right. to do it with who I, I want to do it for as long yeah. as I want to do it, knowing that I have income coming in, whether I'm going to work or not. Yep, that's rich right there. That to me, that's to rich. Me, that's when you're rich. Yep, hundred percent. Even if you it's know. ten grand a month, that's rich. You know, to, to quote Jay Z, "You're not rich until you make money in your sleep." That's yeah. right. That's it. That's it, man. Well, I love yeah. me a good Jay Z quote. So, <laughs> hey, man, this is this yeah, has been really minute. awesome. Um, yeah. I very very much appreciate you coming on the show. I think we uh, we were able to cover a lot about who you are and what drives you, and uh, I appreciate you in our industry. Uh, we need more and more people like you that want to give back, that want to actually help people to learn, that want to be a good role model. So I applaud you for all of that. And I'm so appreciative that you came on our show. We're going to have to have you back once you get your show, your um, your uh, your your school up and running on property management, because I definitely want to hear how that's going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like I said, man, I, I watch you from afar. You're killing it. I mean, I watch you grow your brokerage and everything. And uh, I'm just really proud, man. Uh, you know, in and, and this industry, we, we don't work together enough. You know, yeah. I, I mean, how, how many agents are out there just just mad at everybody? You know, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, when you got successful people out there working together, it's hard to lose. For sure. I agree. It, it, it's incredibly important. And I think building relationships with our colleagues is, is very, very important. And I think, yep. you know, that it, that 
and, and not just on the on the on the fluffy you know mm-hmm. uh popularity stuff but like actually building relationships with people and working with them because it's incredible what you can do when you have people that are all aligned in the same direction you know yep i mean i've had deals go sideways where the agent on the other side was almost was more angry than their client was and they made it <laughs> blow up. Right. Yep. And then yep. I've had deals that I thought were never going to get done, but because it was the right group of agents together, we were able to get it to the table. And, 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 and that's yep. huge. Yep. And, and I, I tell people, man, it, when you're in a transaction, it, the person on the other side definitely makes all the difference. It's such a better transaction when you have somebody that, that wants to work with you and knows what they're doing. hundred percent. You know, because a lot of times you don't get those two together, right? <laughs> Either they don't want to work with you and they do know what they're doing or they don't know what they're doing and, and they're relying on you to make the deal work, right? <laughs> 100%. 100%. Preaching to the choir. Yeah, man, for sure. Well, we're going to have you back soon once you get that up and running. I appreciate sure. your time today. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Marcus is going to have all your social profiles up on the in the show notes. So you guys want to okay, go and cool. follow uh, Jason, please do. He's got awesome social media, Instagram, and he's doing really cool stuff. He told you the different things that he's doing. So if you've got property management interests, you want to learn about that, definitely give him a call, but just know he's going to put you to work. It ain't going to be right, easy. That's right. <laughs> All right. That's right. All right, Jason, Thanks, until next time, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Talk to you guys Peace. later. We're out.